You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Revenge After Show. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Revenge After Show. Season 3, Episode 17, The Lovely Ro- Roxy Stryer. Oh, yeah. Um, the Lovely Roxy Stryer should introduce the fantastic Phil Speedtech. Let's just both host. Let's do it. There's been a lot of speculation this week about who TWM is, and people thought it was the white-haired man, but we're missing an H. So people just thought it was the white man. But Which is every man. Is, yeah. The white man. Um, oh, shout out gosh. to Nea's Ivera, who loves to watch After Buzz, and her favorite Roxy Stryer drunk at 5 a.m. Get like me, hashtag. Clarification, I'm not drunk at 5 a.m. She's drunk watching me at 5 a.m., although likely I am also drunk at 5 a.m. Well, you know what? Shout out to you. And, and again, we, by the way, we love all of you fans, so hey, you know what? Every single one of you, thank you guys for listening. Um, we appreciate it. And, and especially for this show, again... Not to rag on you guys. We're wrong about the white-haired man. <laughs> no. But it's fun seeing the theories. That's what it's all about. It's like, okay, and that was the big thing of who, what is this, and blah, blah, blah. It's amazing. Uh, YouTube, obviously, you see we comment back all the time. You guys are incredible. iTunes, I'm, I'm reading them every single week. And, of course, on Twitter, uh, Revenge fans are the best. So let's get right into it. Uh, Margot and Voulet. Big, big development here. Yeah. And I, I said it last week that Daniel and and uh, Margot is not a good team, and neither is Jack. Jack and Emily is a good team. We like that, but it, it also doesn't yeah. mesh well. You know what? Um, reading the blogs and, and having you guys tweet all the time and, and hashtag revenge and me looking at that, I've learned that people really for the first time last week started to like Margot's character. Feel invested in her. She looked beautiful. She was rocking it. I was feeling the same way we talked about it on our after show. Um, and we've really put a lot of time into developing her character. Only tonight to realize that this Rome thing might be something she ends up doing. Um, right now it's put on pause, but I don't know if they're trying to make her go out. And I wasn't into the hairstyle tonight. I wasn't into the character tonight. It was just like, after last week, I was so into Margot. And this week, I'm like, oh my god, are we going to spend so much time on her just to lose her? Um, I'm a little frustrated. Well, here's the problem for me. Um, you know, she's getting manipulated left and right. Although I don't, in many ways... Daniel's not wrong, but I also don't like her with Daniel. Okay, I... You get what I'm saying? Because he's not wrong about Jack's feelings towards Emily. You don't think so? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, it's out of place that he would say that. It's out of line, for sure. But I don't think that Jack's uh, feelings for her right now are surface level. I think they're subconscious, you know? I, I don't think Jack is actively going to bed at night thinking... Oh, I'm lying next to Margot, but I wish I was lying next to Emily. I think he really thinks he's in love with Margot and doesn't have feelings for Emily, although we know he clearly does. Yeah. 
again, I'm to- but you know, it was always going to be dicey. And you know, uh, as Jack said last episode, I-, I hope there's no collateral damage. And we're already, you know, we're one episode in, and we're already seeing collateral damage. Right. I'm just wondering who really does know Daniel better. Is it Margot or is it Jack? Because tonight, Jack says you don't know Daniel, and Margot says I've known him since I was ten years old. So it- it's difficult because. I still feel like I don't know the real Daniel. Is Daniel this good guy who does bad things or a bad guy who sometimes does good things? I, I don't know. Does he have Margot's best interest at heart? Maybe. Not over his own, certainly not. What do you think? Um, I think I think he certainly feels like if anything, he feels like he has Margot's best intentions right now. I think you know, because again, I don't think he's wrong. He's absolutely, you know, right. Um, and her whole wish is to kind of run Voulet. And, you know, he did do a genuine service to her. Yeah, but he has ulterior motives. Like, he's sitting there thinking, I need to run this magazine and and stick it to my father. And that's why he's getting her to stay. Yeah, but that's, it's in line with her goals. It is right now, but what if it wasn't? If it wasn't, then we'd be talking about it in a different way. But right now, they are... They are part and parcel. But that doesn't mean that he's really here to help her and he really is a good friend. I'm not saying he isn't. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like she knows Daniel really well in his childhood years. Now, Daniel now is completely different. Well, back then he was the guy. He wanted to be a poet, but he also was the guy who was a frat guy and did that awful thing to Sarah. So is he that different now than he was then? I don't know. But you can chop the Sarah thing. You could chop up to being a mistake. Now all of his horrible mistake, by the way, but <laughs> mistake nonetheless. Um, whereas now everything's intentional, and there's a maliciousness to the intent. Well, he's old enough to be held responsible for his actions, at Correct. least. So yeah. I just I don't know. I'm nervous about the two of them bonding and being in business together because right now I do believe Margot to be good, and I think it's a slippery slope with Daniel. And it, once you are on his ship, you, you're kind of sinking. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's funny that you say that because I loved um, Pascal's line of like, you know, I used to be scared for you swimming with the sharks. Now I'm more yeah. afraid of the sh- the for the sharks. Yeah, I thought that was really clever. Um, yeah, and you know, who is she going to become? Because sometimes you have to do ugly things to get where you want to be, and at the end of the day, you have to be able to live with yourself. And hopefully she will be able to look at herself in the mirror. I mean. And here's the, you know, for me, the biggest problem is that obviously she's with Daniel. But the but the fact of the matter is now she's looking at Jack in a different perspective. Okay. As in thinking that he wants Emily. And that he, thinking that he wants Emily and thinking that he thinks Daniel's bad and she's defending Daniel. Right. And that, uh, you know, that his setting, his saying, hey, go to Rome was um, a different intent than what it appeared to be, even though I don't think it was. Right. But let me tell you something. Jealousy is not a good look on anybody. I understand this. And when you let other people start looking at your relationship, commenting on it, and then let those comments affect you and how you act in your relationship, then you really didn't put enough faith into your relationship or into your partner. Margot is not putting enough faith in Jack right now and putting too much faith in Daniel. And when she finally looks at Jack and says, did you want me to go because of Emily? I was like, ooh, girl. Like, ugh, it's just such an ugly color. 
Nobody looks good wearing it. Nobody. But here's – this isn't a good thing, but um, what she's gotten good at is picking up – like before, she used to be a lot more subtle. Yeah. Now she's direct with her questions, which is, which a, is very, a very Grayson thing I was going to say, learning from the best. But honestly, when she said that – and then it was so eerie almost how she recovered from that. He was like, what? And she was like, never mind, honey. Let's go have fun. It's like almost – planting seeds saying i know what you're doing but never mind i'm not that girl but you are that girl and then she she uh, daniel's like hey for good luck and and, and daniel I come mean, on she- come on really really jack is saying that it's like I, honestly i can kind of see a margo daniel thing happening i well she did take off her clothes for him foreshadowing baby <laughs> from the first first episode of that yeah so. I forgot she stripped for him. What a little slore. Slore? Yeah, it's slut and whore put together. Come on now. I'm sorry. I'm well, just kidding. She's becoming a jump off. She's the jump off. Boom. Uh, for the score and the win. Uh, also, like, Sarah, where, what? <laughs> and our Sarah. But their Sarah. Uh, we, are, we are missing some cast members here. Some jump on offs. On After Buzz TV. They've jumped off in a different way. Um, Michelle Macedo is gone and Sarah GGG. On a couple from Aya. They're not gone, gone. They're just not here. Oh, jeez. In the last couple of weeks. But they will be back, ultimately. Of course, because everybody loves revenge. Um, Revenge, GGG, Sarah. What else, uh, in terms of Margot, is there anything else that Um, we should divulge on? Uh, No, I'm just, again, I'm worried about where her character's going to go. This Rome thing sounds like a really big deal. Um, I would hope she would consider it career-wise, and now it seems like she's not doing it just because she's worried about her relationship, which doesn't seem smart. But um, I don't know. Here, for me, I worry about, like, because Jack genuinely loves her. and um, So he says. Let's just, Even let's assume that he does. Okay. Um, he's The way it's going, he's ultimately going to have to break up with her, even if he, even if he doesn't want to, because... You know, it, it, it's just too much information being shared in the wrong circles. Absolutely. And we know that Margot is not endgame for Jack. So, <laughs> But even without that. Yeah, but how much time are we going to put into that knowing that they're not going to end up together? I mean, yeah, you know. And I do think it's possible to love someone who doesn't eventually end up being the love of your life. And so, yeah, fine. He loves her now. And maybe she's good for him for now. But once she goes down this path with Daniel, she's sure as hell not going to be good for Jack. Nope. So I think uh, the writing's on the wall. I don't know how many episodes, but there's going to be a big split. Absolutely. Can we talk about Javier for a little bit? Ooh, Javier. Ooh, Javier. Okay, remember how a couple weeks ago I needed you to be my girlfriend for a second? Okay. And like, they, like just talk about how hot he was. And oh, okay. Like, I, thought, I thought we were going to role play. No, no. Ooh, Phil. <laughs> no, I just think that he's just like scream sex and you look at him you're like oh my god he's so sexy and then the scene with charlotte was like everything i mean that was a good pickup line it was a really good line well first of all we see he's invented this app the app's kind of creepy there's an app for that the app is a little creepy but it was kind of cool and you talk to it and it's like who do you have the most in common with it used to be emily but now it's you javier and i was like "Ooh, this would be some Next level stuff. That's like uh, the movie Her. I haven't seen it. You should. I hear it's For those of you listening, uh, 
you know, if you're into that and you found this little bit of the application cool, go see her. Did you do an anatomy of a movie on it? Anatomy of a movie covered her. Oh, so everybody go watch that after you go see her. That's anatomyofmovie.com. Plug, 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 plug. Um, okay, so Javier, total dime piece. Makes me a little nervous because he seems like a loose cannon. He ends up tweaking after he does his app thing. He tweaks his ankle bracelet and he comes to the party. And He's just trying to be included. Yeah. And at the party, what do we think his motivation for going to talk to Charlotte was? Like, she walked by, he knew she was walking by, and he said her birthday on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. So she would stop. Why? What does he want with Charlotte? I think he just likes... I mean, could it just be as simple as he likes her? I mean, granted, as I say this, it's the world's stupidest remark, because it's revenge. I know, but... but maybe, honestly, he says the app never lies, and if they have the most in common with each other, maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's trying to get close to the Graysons. Maybe there's something going on. But Nolan, he doesn't, you know, Nolan made a point that he doesn't know anything. Um, could he know more than he's letting, letting on? on? Yeah. I don't know. And if so, what's what's the angle? Um, I'm not sure. We obviously don't know yet, but I will say Charlotte also looked I'll, amazing wearing those, like, cutout dresses that she does. Girl's fine. Well, that's what she, he's going, you know, Charlotte, amazing. That's my moment. But uh, more importantly, <laughs> I don't know if he's smart enough to kind of know this yet, but her being um, basically the direct line for the Voulet tips, you know, that's a lot of access to power. It's interesting you mentioned the Voulet tips because I just had such a flashback moment to Gossip Girl <laughs> for these Voulet tips. Does it not remind you of Gossip Girl blasts? Like, Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. No. What do you mean, unfortunately? Gossip Girl. Yeah, because you just revealed show. that I watched Gossip Girl. Whatever. It was one of the first shows we were covering here at After Buzz. We loved it. It was amazing. I swear I'm straight. <laughs> no, we know. But it was honestly such a flashback. And all of a sudden, I think Charlotte's putting herself in a really bad position. And she's going to know too much that she doesn't want to know. I think so. Um, I, th- I Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where this is going. Because I think it's no coincidence, writing-wise... How these two are fitting together. Right. But she is a little socialite and maybe Javier is on the climb. That's, I, you know, in, yeah, I think that could definitely be it. Yeah, I think it's... it's. But I don't even care because I bet they'll end up actually really liking each other because I could totally see it working because he's the bad boy asking. She loves his honesty that he went to prison and whatever. I like, I you know, all these people are like chess pieces and Charlotte's kind of gone... In the wrong direction, you know? And I don't like her so much in that direction. What, what do you mean the wrong direction? She's with Daniel. She's, right? You know, she's kind of helping Daniel and and, and uh, has more of an association with the Graysons overall. Well, I think post-Declan, she's a little lost. She is. And, you know, she makes that one remark of like, hey, we got to, you know, we got to make sure just we keep this kind of off Jack. Can't go back to Jack. Um, which but, she cares about Jack and Carl. Yeah. Um, but we need to we need to force her to be more Nolan, Emily, Jack. Again, she's playing for the wrong team right now. Correct. But hopefully, Javier will help switch her over to the right team, mm-hmm. which we like because, as you guys know, in news and gossip, we told you a couple of weeks ago that Javier and uh, Charlotte have a future together. I mean. <laughs> I could have predicted that after that kiss. I mean that kiss though. So 
after Nolan comes up to him and says he has to leave, he says, just give me one second. He goes back. He already asked if she could get a drink. She says that she can't. And he says, I'll do you one better. And pulls her in and kisses her. Like, honestly, if that was my life and I was Charlotte in that moment, I would have just, like, fainted. I would have just passed out. So cute. She's like, wait, you won. And he's like, you know, I know I did. I'm like, doesn't take his winnings. So cute. Mm-hmm. It was hot. It was Javier. hot. I approve. I'm interested in seeing where that goes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, Javier, good for you. Um, Charlotte, good for you. We need some, you know, Charlotte's been a little stagnant. I'm glad to see her in a more prominent role. We're turned up. Um, turned up for what? I don't know. Emily's hunt. For Charlotte. For Emily's hunt. The hunt for Emily. Now, Warren. this is where the show Revenge comes into play. Like, oh, Emily. It's a 10-step process with you always. It and is. And you got to involve everyone. She's always like, I'm involving no one. Everyone's involved now. You know what else can be involving everyone? What? Hulu Plus. That is very true. No, because you know what? This show is so intricate. Sometimes you got to see it more than once. Uh Absolutely, and obviously you can do that on Hulu Plus. You know, a lot of you, I'm sure, have tried Hulu uh, Hulu Plus. There's a reason why it's called Plus. There's more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you and it's a great way to catch uh, all your favorite TV shows like Revenge, Scandal, Once Upon a Time, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, just the list goes on and on. I mean, uh, I don't have ten hours to list of all the shows. Well, uh, obviously, you guys have busy lives, as we all do, and you like to binge watch, I'm assuming, because we do that also. So the best way to do that is go to Hulu Plus. You can binge watch all of your shows, and then you can come to After Buzz and binge watch our after shows. It's the perfect pair. That's right. And um, not only does it have old uh, – t- t- not only does it have new TV shows, it also has some of your fa- uh, old favorites, um, which is always great. Um you know, Doctor Who's been around for so long. It's got Doctor oh, Who on there. Oh, everyone obsessed with Doctor Who. Oh, my goodness. I actually, when I was in college, um, I stole my roommate's password to Hulu Plus because I was so obsessed with it. And the day that she changed her password, I cried hysterically until I realized that, okay, Roxy, time to get your own Hulu Plus. And now you I know, love it. Uh, everyone's still on me about not seeing Lost. Okay. Thanks to Hulu Plus, I can watch every episode of Lost. That's dumb of you because it, you work at AfterBuzz TV. Actually, AfterBuzz TV Afterbus was TV. not. I know, I know, but Lost is literally the best show of all time. So we're gonna binge after this. Well, we Steven, should. Steven, don't you dare thumbs down me in the booth right now. Ugh. And guess what? Not only can you get all those great TV shows, there's original content. Oh, cool! Yeah. Uh, so uh, I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about the wrong, the wrong man's and behind the mask. Um, it, it's a docu series about the world of sports mascots. Um, it sounds interesting. And you might be thinking, you know, how much does it cost me? Guess what? For only seven ninety nine. That's not seven hundred dollars and ninety nine. That's seven dollars and ninety nine cents a month. And you get your two weeks, first two weeks. For free. That's right. Free trial. If you use, only if you use the promo code AfterBuzz. Or go to HuluPlus.com slash AfterBuzz. That's for you guys because we love you and they love you. And that sounds like a deal to me. $7.99. We only, Pocket change, baby. Only the best deals for our fans. We love you guys. Um, okay, cool. And uh, you know what? That's Emily's only problem is that she doesn't have Hulu Plus yet. 
uh, you don't know that. Emily is hip with the technology. I'm sure Nolan hooked that up for her hard. Fair enough. You know Nolan has Hulu Plus in every room in his house. Indeed. Every computer, every single thing, it's all Hulu Plus. All right. Well, Emily's catching up on David Clark files on Hulu Plus. <laughs> um, okay, her hunt tonight. Um, again, as we kind of joked about it, we all this week was all about the speculation of this letter. What right. does it mean? We know DC means David Clark. What in the world is... Or we assume that it means David Clark. What else? DC? I'm just saying it hasn't been confirmed, but that's what we're assuming, yes. Dire consequences? We don't know. I mean, I just think it's a very weird coincidence once we find out what the other... Well, the two are obviously intertwined. Yeah, of course. I'm so, just saying. So the, the the reveal of tonight only reinforces that David Clark. DC, yeah, I, I agree. 99% sure I'm just saying. You never know on revenge. They Fair. could be talking about the city. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, we did all tons of research for uh, Conrad Murphy just to make sure <laughs> we had it going into tonight's episode. No, no, not Conrad Murphy. Gordon Murphy. <laughs> Conrad Murphy. Conrad yeah. worked with Gordon Murphy. Yeah, we did. We did because um, everybody on Twitter is all talking about the white-haired man. But it was not him. Uh, Emily's plan, you know. Her... Okay, so it's, it's to lure – because she needs to get – truth from pascal well there's kind of a lot of things going on which is why it's confusing in a a simple if you had to describe it in one or two at most sentences how would you describe her plan tonight or her goal the short-term goal you mean yeah i mean the the long-term goal is easier to explain is get revenge on the graysons emily wants to get close to pascal because she thinks he knows something well, he more more so than that, he wrote the letter. Right. So she knows he knows something, but doesn't know how involved he is in her father's death or in um in the whole flight and him being accused. So she wants to get close to him and figure it out. Mm-hmm. But how we went about this is so casino yeah so oceans 11 i know and and she's first she has one plan but then we're at there at the bar and she grabs the chip of his and she has another plan and then she throws this huge ball for him and there's that plan and and then she goes to the room and there's cameras and then that plan's broken and then she thinks that he's working with victoria so then that plans out the window it's just like how does she, she doesn't have plan a and then plan b she has plan a through z always and i'm like what plan are we on can somebody write it at the bottom of the screen um, Plan Y. Okay. I mean, what I like about it is, you know, now that we're three seasons in, um, we know the structure of every episode leads to a party of sorts. Very rarely does it not. And also, it's also very Gossip Girl-esque, but keep going. Yes, it is. And what I, lo- I like that sort of idea. And so, you know, you always kind of got to formulate some new stuff. And... So I like the idea of last week we got the opera. Now we're getting gambling. And gambling's so symbolic to begin with. Right. It's also... So I, I enjoyed that aspect of it where it went. It's also more interactive. I mean, the opera, they couldn't really talk. But it was so epic and dramatic. Like, as Victoria said, you never know which performance you're going to get. That is true. I'm just saying with the gambling, it was literally Victoria versus Emily. Yes. Literally. Like... Which I thought them. there would be more of a build-up to. I know. Unless I kind of, you know, if, unless some stuff was cut out due to time or something like of that. Course. But we literally just, we cut and 
there's them two at a table. Right. Well, there weren't many other moments of the episode that we would have been able to cut, you know? So based on timing, we do have to do that sometimes. Yeah, so they're just there and they're like, oh, final hand, the river card. But it's so symbolic, like you're saying. I mean, the poker face, who actually won, um, what she won with, you know, that Emily well, was Well, because last week, last week, Emily, quote unquote, won, even though she took the fall. Right. Right. So, you know, it's how do you call bluffs and things like that? Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, because you looked at me and you're like, wait, she didn't actually literally win. Well, because um, I'm stupid sometimes and ace to me means like one. So, but mm-hmm. I guess ace is higher than queen. I thought that it was the lowest card. It's the highest. But it's the highest. I just am bad with that stuff sometimes. Because, like, wasn't there games when you were little where ace was the lowest? Like war or something? It could have been. Right. So, I was like, ooh, did did she actually? But then I found out because I'm with you. Yes. That's why we have co-hosts. That's why we have afterbuzz. Um, Sorry. So yeah, <laughs> me, you know, the the big problem was that he was wired. Yeah. What? Why did he bug his room? How did he know? How did she know? Or how did he know? How did he know to bug his room? Or is his room just always bugged? I think he's just smart. That she, she's. You know, clearly she was luring him. Oh, so you think he did it literally, like, right before she walked in? No, I think he just knew, like, even the whole invitation. Right. You know, I mean, that was the shadiest way to give an invitation. I mean, it's it's sincere in the sense of, you know, I prefer to give mine uh, face-to-face. That part of it was nice, but then, like, hey, show up tomorrow, find out who I... Like, the good like, news is he has no idea that she knows. Correct. You know? So, now, before, she had no idea that he knew she was up to something. Now, he has no idea that she knows that he's up to something. Yeah. We're reaching meta levels. Yes. Um, But I think that the relation... It's just very interesting that... How Emily's trying to go about this. I mean, is she trying to take him down or is she trying to figure out what's going on? Both. (sighs) Neither. I don't know. Both, but he's also intertwined with Conrad in ways that I don't like. Because the pro right, we we paused to make sure that we understood what it was, but it's the property deed, right? Um, Victoria's trying to keep the house. Right. And in order to win Victoria, he gives her the property deed. Right. Which, you know, she asked, like, how did you even acquire this? And... And it's a shady way because he didn't just he didn't really get it. Conrad basically handed it to him because they have a business deal going on. Correct. Well, I don't even know if you can call it a business deal. It's more like prostitution, but <laughs> I guess that the business of prostituting that is a business. Apparently. Well. I, anyway, take us out of here, Phil. Uh oh, digging myself a hole. Um. Yeah. So you know, and and the whole point was. One of the ways that I thought that Victoria would end up with Pascal was early on when uh, Conrad and her had the conversation. And, you know, she says, ooh, because by hate, by, by Pas, by Conrad hating Pascal, it drew Victoria closer with Pascal because she obviously, you know, an an enemy of my enemy is a friend. And Conrad knew that. So that's why he, like, dropped hints about how much she would be pissed if they got together. Um, I think it's an interesting couple. Uh, I definitely, we got a lot of background on it tonight that we hadn't received before. 
that they actually dated. Um, and Betty. Yeah, she met him at a flea market, and they were, like, obsessed with each other, and then she had to leave because her visa expired, and then she wanted to go surprise him. Well, then, well he sent her orchids. What are these? Or I keep hearing these orchids. What do you mean you keep hearing these orchids? Orchids are cool. Oh, my God. Orchids are the best. Okay, so when I'm at... Okay, orchids, got it. Well, it's cool because they're like a, a plant also, you know? it's They it, are not bouquet flowers. Yeah, it's you get somebody an orchid and it grows. You know, you get them like... It's a potted plant, but it's the most gorgeous flower. Okay. I mean, got you could it. get it in a bouquet, I suppose. Okay, okay. But... okay. We'll talk about this off air. Um, it's beautiful, to say the least. Yes, they're beautiful. They're absolutely beautiful. Um... <laughs> Where was I going? Okay, so what were we going to talk about? I think what you were going to say is that he's getting her orchids, and then she goes and she finds out that he's cheating on her, and she's devastated. Mm -hmm. Um, And that ends the relationship. But it was weird how she said— Good way to end—I mean, not a good way, but, you know, just cause to end a relationship. Yeah, but it's weird. She says that he taught her to trust. A weird way of teaching somebody to trust. But she say, and then finally there's this big moment. She says she's not somebody to forgive and forget, but she's going to try. Um, and I honestly think it's very interesting tonight, the dynamic between uh, Conrad and Victoria and their exes. Because at one time, these people, maybe they were better people with other people. and, and They're returning to their firsts. Yeah, yeah but um, what I'm saying is sometimes in life you meet somebody and y- instead of rising together you fall together and maybe conrad and victoria weren't these awful people but they turned each other into these awful people together you know they're just a bad match and they drag each other down i know that's an excuse but if victoria had ended up with pascal would she have been better would any of this happened if conrad had ended up with stevie would they have worked out i don't know man i don't know you know it's certainly funny hearing stevie talk about conrad in that light and she says that you know we had happiness that night and, and jack's like oh, are you serious are you talking about sex yeah <laughs> not, not not that literally that's what he said but in his mind no i know but it was interesting to me too like listening to her talk about conrad because i'm learning to trust stevie a little bit i'm learning to like her i think she's a pretty good person so when she said her opinion on conrad it's interesting well she did i'm thank god she she didn't fall from graces tonight yeah because that was I, I don't know what Jack would have done, but yeah, but it makes me nervous that she's even that close, and they keep alluding to the fact that I mean it's foreshadowing, you know. She keeps saying like, "You're never going to see me like that." I was so bad; it was awful. Everything was worse. You're never going to see me like that. There's no way she's staying on the wagon. Ooh. Is that a reference to Unforgiven? No. Uh, in that movie, um, Unforgiven, the the whole point is that he keeps saying, like, I'm not a bad man. I, you know, I don't drink no more and this and that. And by the end, he just absolutely becomes a monster. Right. So I think I think you're correct in the sense that Stevie is going to become a monster again. I don't know if she's going to become a monster, but I don't think they would keep saying it if it, it wasn't important for us to think about that. Well, I, I, I think just most most characters on TV, just in general, tend to be ironic. Right. That's true. Good point. You know, so if I say, hey, I'm not an alcoholic, I'm an alcoholic. It makes me feel really bad and nervous for Jack, though. I feel, yeah, because, you know, he he's the one who planted the truth. 
um, and he's trying to be as truthful about things so, you know, it doesn't get used as ammunition. Right. And and now that Carl has the grandmother in the life and, you know, I just I want to make sure that Stevie's good for Jack and Carl. Well, that and also she's intertwined into in this revenge aspect. Right. And, you know, she's trying to help David Clark and, and, and if she's trying to do this, but getting back closer together with Conrad, that really isn't going to work out. Right. I, I do want to talk more about that. The um, what actually happens with the David Clark, what the letter said and what we find out tonight. Can we discuss that for a second? Go right ahead. Okay. So the exact words of the letter are Conrad, per your request, I handled TWM. Your DC plan is safe. Okay, so we knew that from last week. Mm -hmm. But the big thing was, again, what was TWM? Tonight we find out that stands for Trevor Warren Mathis. um, And that is why Aiden comes back. So originally, Emily went to go find Aiden. Aiden didn't want anything to do with her. He said that they were moving on. He said he wasn't like Nolan. He wasn't going to let her give him the cold shoulder and then just come back to her. but then he does come back. The second he walks back in, we're like, oh, my God, he caved. And then he's like, no, it's because this was my father. I mean, first of all, I think it's very strange that Emily didn't put that together. Right? Mm, I mean, maybe. A little bit. Second of all, so now what does that mean? Conrad, per your request, I handled Trevor Warren Mathis. Your in, David Clark plan is safe. As in, um, you know, so... So uh, Mathis is responsible, quote unquote, for the bomb, mm-hmm. and so that was handled, and the David, Cl- you know, and therefore we're ready to set up David Clark. Handled means murdered. Not murdered. No, not in this case. Handled means dealt with. Yes. Interesting. So now that Aiden's back, like if I'm supposed to set you up for stealing money, I would say, you know, Roxy's handled. Okay. In what capacity is Aiden back, though? Is he capable of being Emily's business partner? Business partner. I think I think he is. I, you know, I think, you know, as much as he's not wanted to be about revenge, I think now he's on the revenge train again. Okay. I mean, woo, woo. It's, maybe it's a train that you never get off of. Nope. Crazy. Indeed. Anything else to discuss? Uh, no, I definitely want to go, uh, go to predictions. Your though. After Buzz TV predictions. Switching it up. Uh, yeah, actually, um, Steven did that to us last time. I like this prediction soundbite. I like the weirdo music. I, I like all of it. I love everything here at After Buzz TV. All right, and <laughs> I love our actual predictions. So next week we get... Mason Treadwell. He's, he's back. back. Um, I love that because his character is so great. I love that we've kept him on for seasons and just see him bits and pieces we know if you don't remember last time he went to jail um and he has a deal with emily and she says that one day she has the piece of evidence that will exonerate him but she's keeping him there for now and only she has that evidence so the only way he'll ever get out is by being loyal to her um but victoria apparently is gonna go try to fish some things out of him um we just know that we're in for a lot of drama i like you know I really love how Emily, you know, they've always wanted to bring it back to Emily and Victoria, and they have been. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're, Victoria's finding out a lot pretty fast. Yeah, she is. It's going at a fast pace. It's like snowball rolling downhill. Um, I also wanted to quickly address, because I forgot to do this when we talked about the episode, a lot of fans on Twitter 
were talking about how they thought that Conrad was actually going to end up being Jack's dad. Which oh, is, no. Which we find out tonight is a definite no-no. Definitely and that no. Stevie actually cheated on him while they're married. So that was interesting. Um, but I do think we're going to see a lot more of Stevie um, and maybe I less the, of Margo. I like Javier. I like Stevie. I like these. And I like Pascal. I like where, the, you know, Me- we got a good introduction of three. And, of course, we love Mason. or Well, we love to hate him, yeah. hate to love him, whatever it is. But cool that he's, he's- so creepy. Yeah, I know. And he knows too much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for joining us yet again for another Revenge After Show Addiction Season 3, Episode 17. We'll be back next week with another Revenge After Show. Not for this episode. Of course, the new one, because that's what we do. That's how After Buzz TV works. Yes, it is. Uh, thank you, executive producer Phil Sweetak. Thank you, Roxy Stryer. She can be found at Roxy Stryer or Roxy Your World. No, no, it's all at Roxy Stryer. It's all at Roxy Stryer from yeah. now on. Yeah. We've made it simple for you. And follow us here on AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, of course, every Tuesday night on the Oxygen Channel, check out Chasing Maria Menounos. That's at 10 p.m. Um, it's been a great week, and ho- uh, hopefully we'll have Sarah GGG and Anna Koppel for mayor next week. But until then, peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 